Hoagie's Garage. Tobe, how's it going tonight? Tonight's going to be better. The day sucked, but we won't get into that. <laughs> this is more about racing, so. Are you sure we don't want to talk a little bit about plumbing? No. No, let's not talk about playing plumber. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll just skip that whole subject. Uh, sometimes projects just don't go as planned. It will be all right. Eventually. It will be all right. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there, and it's usually all my fault when it happens. So, um, hey, uh, something I need to throw out there to the people is uh, something called RM Woodworking. Um, if you haven't ever looked this up, you need to look it up on um, Facebook. Again, it's RM Woodworking Shop. They're located in Larchwood, Iowa. And they, uh, it's a fellow school teacher at West Lyon, but he makes basically American flags on wood. Um, he puts graphics on there. He is incredible. He can design about anything. I mean, it's not just American flags. It is, you know, he can make welcome to our cabin. It's a circle thing. It's, but they're all made of wood. It's very high quality stuff. And it is absolutely outstanding so i'm trying to get him to make an american flag um with a sprint car on it um and if you would look at his designs you'll know what they'll mean i'll post them on my facebook so that you can see them um but it it is really cool tobe and what what more american is there than sprint car racing well, right around here. Anyhow. I mean, that's it's <laughs> that's for us anyhow. That's for sure. I mean, sure. so I think to have an American flag on wood with a big old sprint car right on the middle of that that you can hang up in your garage or something. It'd be pretty cool. Be pretty cool. So I don't know, we're gonna have to figure out where we're gonna hang it though. Oh, uh, we'll, we'll make room. We'll find a spot. But the uh, spots are getting limited. One more time, it's R M Woodworking Shop. And look them up on, <clears throat> sorry, on Facebook, and give them a give them a look and see. Uh, you can always just buy it right there on Facebook. So um, tonight, though, Tope, Jamie Ball it could be a fun one out of Knoxville. Yep, it's going to be interesting. He's born in Knoxville, went to school at Knoxville. It's just going to be interesting to talk to a guy that's grown up there and is now racing yep, there. Been there his whole life. You know, we talk to all kinds of people that go there yep. to race, but this is, you know, homegrown Knoxville, Iowa. I've even been there three times now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't get out much. <laughs> but I think it's going to be a great podcast. So when we come back, we'll have Jamie Ball on. All right. We are back at the garage with Jamie Ball. Jamie, um, just tell us a little bit about yourself, your family. Yeah, uh, once again, just uh, thanks, guys, for having me on. I really appreciate it. And, uh, a little bit about me. I'm 32 years old, uh, born and raised in Spring Car Capital of the World, Knoxville, Iowa. Never lived anywhere other than uh, zip code 50138 because I pretty much worship the Marion County Fairgrounds. <laughs> and uh, been involved in racing my whole life with my dad and then myself and uh, got married almost a year ago here coming up next week on the 30th don't have any kids we have uh race cars horses and dogs cat i uh, got a goat that lives in my house um chickens all kinds of stuff we kind of got a funny farm out here in knoxville and have a family racing team with my mom and dad i'm an only child and 
do it with a couple friends and just uh, try to have fun and, and live the best life we can. Did, did you say goat in the house? I do. I have a pygmy goat that lives, uh, okay. lives in the house. She pretty much thinks she's a dog. She sleeps on the couch, has a dog kennel, eats dog food, cat food, goat feed, paper. She really doesn't care. Oh, that's a typical goat. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Is it pretty well house trained? Yes. Uh, my wife potty trained her uh, during the winter when we got her three years ago. And uh, when she wants to go to the bathroom, she just headbutts the door and you let her out. <laughs> I like it. I got a great story about my son, but it, it might take too long. Um, so, so you grew up in Knoxville. Um, are you either kind of required to either love racing or maybe, I don't want to say hate, but dislike racing? I mean, it, it seems like you either going to love it or you're not. Yeah, for the most part. I mean, it's actually kind of mind-blowing the amount of people in, in Knoxville or in Marion County that have lived here their whole lives and don't go to the races. They just don't have a connection, don't know anybody. And uh, I graduated in 2008 from Knoxville High School and was a class of 168. And I'd say there's about 20 of us that were race nuts and the rest, you know, maybe half went here or there and the other half honestly never went their entire entire life. So it's kind of crazy when uh, you think, you know, how much racing – is people's lives evolve around it and want to come to Knoxville and it's just a prestigious place yet some of the people here don't don't know or appreciate how, how good of a thing we got going here I suppose to them it's just home yeah it's, it's just, just the nothing different and there's you know, a track at there so yep <laughs> just loud on Saturdays <laughs> <laughs> that ain't all bad I like the loud so um how old were you when you started and, and what did you start out in so my mom was pretty protective being that I was an only child and uh, my dad raced sprint cars from 1998 to 2006 and then picked it back up a little bit later. But uh, my mom wouldn't let me, wouldn't let me race nothing that didn't have a cage on it. And thankfully the QRC carts made their way from California to Knoxville and Dan Ebright started up English Creek Speedway and actually was able to get, uh, got a ride with my eighth grade math teacher. He had a second cart <laughs> and my dad started helping him and he said, if my dad helped him, he'd put me in a, in a cart for the last couple races of the year and uh his name was nick demoss and kind of got it all going and started racing open class cr500 uh outlaw dirt carts out of english creek from 06 to 09 before we made the jump to sprint cars so in 09 then what'd you do oh uh, then went to i uh, ended up doing kind of double duty for the first couple of years in the 305 class in 360s and then eventually just transitioned to 360s only in 2012 so I was watching one of uh, Wade's YouTube things with yep. you. And uh, by the way, I'll maybe get into the horse one with your wife a little bit later. But um, the it seems like um, I didn't catch all of it. But does your dad run a business out of your shop also? Do you run a family business or... Yeah, so uh, Higher View Enterprises is our commercial equipment company where we sell bucket trucks, digger derricks, trenchers, skid loaders, forklifts, trailers, really about anything that you would use uh, to make money on in a business. And he uh, he owns half of that along with Chris Martin and Cam Martin's dad, Richard Martin, and I'm the full-time manager of it. And my office is uh, 10 foot away from the race shop. So between doing that and then uh, I sell re uh, real estate for Remax Precision, I pretty much uh, manage just a couple different businesses plus the race team all out of the same spot and makes it real nice because I can prioritize whatever uh, needs done at the time. I don't necessarily have 
specific hours, but I definitely work uh, more hours than I probably probably should admit to, but it all <laughs> works out in the end. Well, I, I think that's what I saw your dad say is something about you uh, maybe take on way more jobs than maybe what you should, but um, that's what he really respects about you is that you, I mean, just help everybody out. Yeah, I've uh, probably the worst part, I guess, about me is I've, I've got more ambitions then I got time in the day and uh, I can oftentimes fill my plate up pretty good to where get a little bit strung out, but I think I do a pretty good job of making sure everything still gets taken care of. So um, obviously you race at Knoxville. Do you travel anywhere else much or you pretty much just stay at Knoxville racing? Oh, early in my career, we, we traveled all over um, when my dad and his business partner owned all my race stuff. It was a little easier to get equipment then. And now that I own everything personally, uh, it's uh, a little expensive to do on a, you know, I work two full-time jobs basically, but it's hard to be able to afford things nowadays. So we pretty much just stick with our 4W at Knoxville. Um, I did run the Hetrick family number 35 car at all the Sprint Invader shows this year. And uh, we ended up second in points there and had a pretty consistent season. Didn't get a win, nothing like that. But, uh, you know, it was always kind of a front runner and putting it up there and unfortunately they just decided kind of the same thing like i said about our team it's too expensive to do these days with the cost of engines and tires and updates and all that that they uh, decided to hang their car owner hat up so for next year just uh planning really to run the jamie ball racing 4w at, at knoxville and focus on that you know with everything that i do in business heck we we joked that if somebody had walked in and gave me three race cars and said, go race like crazy last year. I physically wouldn't have had the time <laughs> effort or desire to really go do too much. You know, I, I love racing, but I, I also really, uh, get a lot out of succeeding at business and, and getting a little further ahead in life. So you got to help us out a little bit or help me out. Anyhow, I don't keep up with everything, but sprint invader, I'm confused, lost. Uh, sprint invaders would be like a smaller division of ASCS for the most part, all on ASCS rules, but races kind of in the southern Iowa region. Uh, we got into Illinois a little bit this year, places like East Moline, Quincy, okay. uh, race in Burlington, Donaldson, uh, Eldon, mm -hmm. Bloomfield, just kind of those kind of a series that's based around county fair races. Okay, yeah. okay. Just, so it's uh, probably like our MSTS up here, 360. Yep. Yeah, yeah. that probably, yeah, I should have said no. that. That'd be a better, better comparison. Absolutely. Look at us go. We learned something again. <laughs> Sprint invaders. <laughs> oh, all right. Um, so what what is your goal with racing? I mean, is it right now just to kind of enjoy it and have fun with it? Um, maybe win a Knoxville 360 or what? What's your hopes? Yeah, I think uh, I think my goals are kind of ever changing depending on you know what season of life I'm in, but feeling extremely grateful to be where we're at and I'm having more fun than I ever had, even though we're racing pretty much the least amount of races I've ever ran in a year, but to get to do it myself as the owner, you know, kind of setting the expectations, I guess, where, where we fit and doing it with family and friends. It's, it's just been a lot more fun. So I'd say, you know, my current goal is just to race at Knoxville in the 360 class as long as I can. You know, I still would love to, run the 410 class a little bit here or there maybe not full-time but be able to toy in it and you know championships what everybody wants but they're so hard to come by these days with how good the competition is at knoxville i think the 360 class is 
on a local level harder than anywhere in the entire world. Yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> I really don't. Argue that uh, with you. Yeah, well, I don't, you, you get the best of the best there all the time, you know. Oh yeah, this year was I mean absolutely insane to have you know Aaron Reitzel, Clint Garner, Terry McCarl, and then you bring in young guys like Caleb Johnson and and Chase Randall, and you know yeah. throw myself in there. It's like man, just to run top five some nights pretty difficult. Yeah, yeah. Call absolutely. that a win just about getting in the top five. Yeah, absolutely. Hey Jamie, we're gonna take our first little break here, and we'll be right back. All right, thank you. Fulkins Brothers Trucking, complete livestock hauling. A load with us is a load off your mind. Since 1979, call Trim at 800-831-8553. That's Fulkins Brothers Trucking. Um, Call Trim at 800-831-8553. And thank you, fellas, for being part of our show. All right, and we're back with Jamie Ball. So, Jamie, again, I'm... Using Wade Onger maybe way more than I should here, but your shop is like absolutely spotless. It's like I mean I I seen the a lot of the World of Outlaw you know inside of those and they're spotless also. But your whole shop is that way. I mean, coming from a dirt track, how the heck do you do that? Well, I've always been a pretty clean and detailed guy anyway, but uh, with my in laws Ralph and Terry Wren owning the place and and helping us you know get to use it and just be extremely prepared it, you know it really helps a lot and feel like it's about the least i can do to keep their investment in tip-top shape and maintained and looking good and you know always want to keep them happy too for all that they've done they've done for me and the way that they've allowed me to pick up the family number four w and uh you know kind of honor them that way it's uh just fun but you know it's a lot of work the the shop's awesome, but to, to have an awesome shop, it takes extra hours of mopping the floor. We just picked up a uh, like a sweeper type deal that'll clean it for me, so I don't have to necessarily mop all, oh, all yep, the square footage myself by hand. Yeah, so hopefully that can make it a little bit easier and give me a little more time during the week to do things that make money. But it's just uh, we're extremely blessed. So. Um... Does the four W does is that does that got a special meaning or is that just a number you picked? Nope. So uh, when when I started on my own team in 2021, uh, was looking for kind of a new look, new vibe, and uh, my in laws uh, I married JC Wren from College Station, Texas, and her dad Ralph Wren, and then her grandpa Nolan. They always ran the number four or the four W, and for JC's family, it's represented uh, their last names Wren, and there was four of them. Her mom and dad Ralph and Terry and then her brother Kyle and her so 4W was was their number and uh the way that they helped me out getting getting the shop and a few other things that they've done to help get us on the track was kind of the the least I could do and then it was awesome we went out and won the very first night that I ever owned the car that we ever drove the 4W let it let every lap in one season opener so it was just uh, pretty special yeah, about that's... like a like a perfect hallmark story there everything just fell <laughs> yeah. into place and worked out really well it was it was you know, I've won nine 360 races in the 305 race at Knoxville and a handful of others uh, throughout the country. And that one, uh, absolutely hands down, is one probably the most memorable and one I'll never forget. Yeah, yeah certainly. That's, that's absolutely awesome. Um, who who are your sponsors, Jamie, and uh, who all helps you with the car? Oh, biggest one would just be, uh, you know, Accurate, Motors- Accurate Machine Works, which is Ralph's business down in Texas. 
in Rains Motorsports with what they've what they've done to help us and Higher View Enterprises helps a little bit here or there and then have local sponsors like Slideways Carding Center, Randall Roofing, uh, Agape Farms, and then a couple other kind of fans that became friends over the years, uh, Dylan Nicholson and Steve Knoll and Kelly Lincoln with Daddy of's Rock Shop. And then the probably newest one we got is Mike Kleck with uh, Kleck Paving and Seal Coating out from Mifflin Town, Pennsylvania. So we've kind of picked them up a little bit here or there. We don't really have any... Any big ones, like I said, uh, I own and foot all the bills on the race car itself, and my dad owns the truck and trailer, and my in-laws own the shop, so it's uh, kind of a trifecta effort that makes everything work, and uh, it takes every every dollar that you have, and then some. A, a true family operation, anyhow. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I think with a lot of the guys that we've interviewed, family is such a huge part of racing. I mean, it, I mean, whether they're helping you work on the car or it's financially or whatever it is, but racing seems like it's such a family deal. It is. And I've done it before where it wasn't and I've done it where it is. And I definitely prefer the family route more than anything because you, you get to go racing. You don't have to go racing and, you know, through gosh, all the money that we spend and the highest of highs and the lowest of lows, you know, you get your teeth kicked in more more often than you get the glory, and you know sometimes it's worth it. Sometimes it maybe doesn't feel like it is, but at least when you get a get to do it with them, in the end, you're making memories and doing things with people that you love and people that love you and that that want to see you win. And um, my pastor Jed Nelson from Celebrate Church right across the street from the track here in Knoxville. Uh, you know, I had some tough times this year. And uh, he'd always remind me, like, no matter what, you got to race a sprint car, and a lot of people don't get to, and you got to do it with your family and friends on your terms. So, true. you know, I've, I good love it. Point. Wouldn't change, wouldn't change anything about it, the good or the bad. You know, of course, I'd like more good and more, more victories, but yeah. uh, who doesn't? Don't we yeah. all? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, shifting gears a little bit, but not a lot. We're still going to talk family. Um, your wife is the one that rides the horse for the national anthem at the nationals. Yes, sir. And so how did that come about? And by the way, that's really cool to watch. <laughs> uh, just kind of came about by uh, being fairly good friends with Kendra Jacobs when she worked at the track. And growing up in Texas, JC always did high school rodeo and barrel racing and things like that. And then she joined uh, the world famous Catalina Cowgirls where they, uh, they're they a drill team, a synchronized drill team. So they carry flags to music and kind of open up rodeos and things and she grew up with a beautiful paint horse, uh, always carrying the American flag. And they always had a, uh, the lady that was kind of the main star of the show had the pyro flag that shot the fireworks out the top. And uh, Catalina that started it, he passed away and the team stopped and JC was kind of looking for something fun to do. So we brought it up to Kendra and showed her what we had in mind. And uh, I guess the rest is history. Now she does it at least three or four times throughout the year at the track and maybe even expand into a few different tracks out throughout the state uh, in 2023. That'd be cool. Because it, it's really neat to watch. It's impressive. The horse, it's, you it's know, I mean, quite I amazing. can tell she's rode a lot of horse in her life. But um, sticking with the horse theme, now we got to throw Wade out there again one more time because <laughs> you guys had him out to the farm. He was going to ride a horse. All this hype, he's trying to get on the saddle and this and that. And then you end up putting him on a Shetland. So do you guys not like Wade? Because most Shetlands that I know, that I've known over the years, have an attitude anyhow. He would have been safer on the big horse. 
Oh, yeah, the uh, little horse Huckleberry actually has, like, no attitude whatsoever. Really? But, uh, I guess you toss an Australian on his back and he changes. <laughs> <laughs> so give us the real inside scoop. Did Wade not want to get on the big horse or cunt or what? Uh, no, he, he ended up riding. So I've got a horse named Thumper that's 23 years old that's a, a big black and white paint. And after we did all the video stuff, we, we did toss him up on the real one and and I think JC led him around, and that was about it. It's uh, riding the horses. If you, if you don't come from a an animal background, it's a pretty intimidating thing. Oh, we, uh, yeah. She always gives me crap that I can sit behind the wheel of a 700 horsepower 360, but man, you put me on one horse, and I'm nervous and tensed up, and heart rates <laughs> through the roof. And uh, I always joke that horse has a mind of its own. Where at least in the car, I'm the crazy mind behind whatever's going whatever's to gonna happen. happen. Yeah. <laughs> Now, oh. I, I can understand. I grew up with horses. We had horses when I was little and stuff, and we did a lot of cattle drives and things with a friend up here. And so we spent a lot of time on horses. But, yeah, like you said, they do have their own mind once in a while. <laughs> yeah. Any any big animal that gets spooked by a plastic bag scares yeah. the heck out of me. <laughs> you know, yeah. Culverts. We used to have the culverts go underneath the road. always bothered that one horse of ours. <laughs> Every time there was a culvert on a driveway or something, she'd freak out. Well, but... So I at least need to bring this up. I don't know how much you want to talk about or what, but um, when I was kind of checking you out, um, this this thing called 100 Plus Men on a Mission of Red Rock, I know I don't have that all right, but um, you want to tell us a little bit about this or how did it get started or how did you become a member of this? Yeah, absolutely. Love to talk about it. I, I wish more people knew about it. It's Can I say it's the best kept secret here in Marion County? And really throughout the world, um, or at least the country anyway. So it started as a group, um, I'm unsure exactly where, but just 100 men on a mission with the concept of let's get 100 people together and they'll each donate $100 and a little donation from a decent-sized group of people will make a big donation towards something that can affect uh, the world and specifically your community for the better. And uh, they started a Red Rock portion, which for those unfamiliar, Red Rock is Lake Red Rock here in Marion County, right by Knoxville between Pella. And uh, they started that group and kind of that chapter. And I was invited by Chris Nichols, a friend of mine from Celebrate Church. And just he's like, man, you need to come check this out. He's like, I know you, you like doing stuff for people. And he said, this is a really good way that you can be a part of something big, but not have to give a big chunk. You know, you can just be there and be a part of it and witness it and he's like i think you'll be pretty inspired so ended up going out and uh each we have meetings each quarter and everybody uh has an opportunity to present a non-profit within uh typically we try within 30 miles of our area to kind of keep it totally local and uh i was lucky enough that i put in best christmas ever that i participate in and got drawn and I feel I'm a fairly good speaker. I went to went to business college for marketing and through racing interviews and everything, I get pretty prepared and kind of know what I'm going to say and gave my presentation. And uh, long story short, ended up winning our first or first time I was there, ended up winning the quarterly donation, which totaled $12,400. And we uh, went on to bless two families that year with the amount of money that we raised. And ever since then, I've just been a big believer because I've, been a receiving on the receiving end of it for the organization that I believe in and uh just to be able to have such an impact kind of with such little effort and something that's just fun to do 
Yeah. That is, that, that's, that's amazing. That really is. I mean, the more I looked into it, I'm like, this is really good stuff. And I talked to a few of my friends and I'm like, we, we got to get this started up here. So I don't yeah, know if we will, but I, I told you my good friend down there, Brian Hoosier, that we call Slick is a member of that. And I think you maybe even talked to him down there, but he's been helping me with a lot of the information and stuff too. So I just think that that's really, really cool. Yeah, it's it's something that's pretty easy, and whether you're whether you got ten friends, you know, you can start with doing ten friends go out and you raise a thousand bucks and you know donate to the Humane Society or something. I mean, there's just yeah. a lot of ways, and we just held uh, the quarter four meeting at our at our shop, cleaned it all up, and had all the tables and chairs and the car on display and pizza, and uh, there was between the people that were there and then people that didn't but still donated. I think they're going to raise 16000 this quarter for a uh, pregnancy foundation uh, helping people with not insurance or just bad situation females over in Pellas. So it's just, just a cool way to really, really affect an organization uh, you know, for a long time to come. Yeah, Give you that feel-good, warm, fuzzy feeling inside when you can do something like that. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. All right, well... Um, We've probably taken enough of your time, so we're going to kind of wrap this up with some speed questions, Jamie. All right. And if uh, some of them you don't know or whatever, feel free to just say pass. So <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Um, what's your favorite flavor of ice cream? Uh, cookies and cream. Um, this one might be a tough one. Are you a cat or dog person? Or can't you say between the two? Goat. No. <laughs> uh, no, I'd probably say dog person. I've got three dogs and only one cat, so definitely dog person. And now you have a a Paul up on your car, right? There's a good story behind that, I believe. Yeah, my, my dad had a 160-pound Great Dane that uh, had more personality than most humans that I've ever met. And uh, he ended up passing away pretty early, uh, had some health problems. And was just kind of our mascot when I ran the ASCS National Tour in 2018. He went to, I think he was at 54 of the 55 races. He only, like, missed one. And we'd literally have people come up to the trailer that wanted, they didn't care who I was, didn't even know who I was, <laughs> but they knew there was a big dog they needed to come see. Jamie who? So, Where's this dog at we got to yeah, see? His name was Alf. Alf. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, not that you probably have the time, but do you have any hobbies at all not really uh i'm really into business i mean i I enjoy selling stuff more than about anything else and trying to make money to uh go fast on the track that's about it you know i work out quite often i've got a trainer named quentin de young from undefeatable life Uh, he's out of california and he feeds me workouts so that i work out every day about six in the morning or so and just uh try to stay in shape stay healthy and keep all the businesses going that's 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 internet right we've had quentin on the show already yeah he's a super good guy that uh i'm forever grateful for he really changed my my fitness path and really kind of uh helped get me going when i needed it the most right when we started our team there at the end of 20 and beginning of 21 me and bud we haven't got into the fitness aspect of anything <laughs> hey i was on a elliptical today for 20 minutes 20 so, minutes or yeah, 20 seconds better. no 20 <laughs> So. Okay, <laughs> seconds, minutes, it's all rap. the same. <laughs> um, uh, do you, by chance, have a favorite movie? Uh, anything 
sporting related, I guess. I don't, uh, you know, that racing, whatever, probably the most recent one that I've watched a time or two would be Rush. I've been super into Formula One lately. Yep. And I uh, just really can't get enough of that. I'm just blown away by the, I know it's a lot of money, but the professionalism of everything they do. Like, the, they settle for nothing less than perfection. Yeah, yeah, and the technology involved in them and stuff is just crazy. Yeah. So, are you a snow or rain guy? Uh, neither. I like to go to the beach and sit in the sand. My dad loves snowmobiling, but I barely like it here in Iowa when it's under 50 degrees. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, good thing you don't live any further north then. Yeah, no yeah. kidding. Um, so I don't know if you're a music guy or not, but if you were going to be stranded on an island, what album or CD or what type of music would you have to have? Um, I'd be into, I'm into Christian music pretty good. Uh, Corey Asbury is probably my favorite. We actually just saw him recently at concert, uh, in Des Moines and, uh, just a big believer in God and pretty much only fill my mind with, uh, songs that are on the Christian station or, you know, mostly listen to Spotify, I guess, but anything there on the message or here in Des Moines, it's life 107.1. Just, uh, I don't know, one, two, kind of this next chapter of my life has moved into being a better person and being a big believer in God and trying to uh, spread light where there's a bunch of darkness. And I think uh, it's kind of been my purpose here to do to the racing world. So definitely Christian music. Yep, that's awesome. You have a favorite place to go out to eat? Yeah, my wife and I, all of a sudden, a couple of years ago, we never really been all that much into Chinese. And then we discovered P.F. Chang's with uh, Dominic Gio and uh, Gary Selzy. And uh, now if we can, if we have any chance, we hit P.F. Chang's up in uh, the Jordan Creek area in Des Moines. Well, Dominic will definitely tell you where to go eat. Yeah, yeah we're <laughs> That was we're a long story go. when we asked him that question. <laughs> yeah. we're, I'm excited. We're going to, uh, he gets married December 2nd out in Fresno, and we're going to kind of make it a one-year wedding anniversary and celebrate his wedding all in the same time and spend it out there. So looking forward to seeing him. It'll be warmer out there, too. (laughs) Um, How about a favorite holiday? Probably 4th of July. I just uh, really enjoy the weather that time of year and the happy celebration of people and then – we kind of started tradition last year with our company, Higher View Enterprises, uh, promoting the Nolan Wren Memorial at Knoxville Raceway on Fourth of July weekend, and uh, we do a lot of a lot of work for it. But it's it's just cool to see it all come together and see the celebration and see you know JC carry the flag and just uh, see the people love the U.S. Absolutely. What uh, app on your phone do you use the most? Oh messaging probably with how i sell trucks and real estate and everything uh, probably definitely a messaging app but in terms of app app like probably twitter i've uh always liked twitter and uh, i really like it now that elon's in charge of pretty much check elon's twitter every day to get a good laugh and, and move on um <laughs> uh, how many speeding tickets do you have well, knock on wood, I got three between the ages of 18 and 21, and I think I've only had one since. So there you go. Go with go with four total. Well, that's doing pretty good then the last several years, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'll call you guys tomorrow when I get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Knock on wood or hit something hard quick. Yeah, I'll um, tell me. Give me an address. I'll send it to you. <laughs> I, I, I don't know, buds. I can't give you. A... <laughs> um, what's the fastest you've ever driven on the highway, then? 
Oh, I used to have a car back in high school that we we hit like a hundred and three. Um, I had a fairly souped-up car. Friends always called it a Fast and the Furious car. Okay. But, uh, that's, that's that was cool. back when I was young and had no disregard for <laughs> dangerous things. I was, I've already been life-lighted and uh, crashed enough in a sprint car that I'll keep my danger to uh, inside those walls. There you Absolutely. go. Keep it inside the cage. Yeah. Um, do you have a favorite beverage or drink of some sort? I love Coors Light. I unfortunately love the taste of beer. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's not not a good not a good thing when I'm trying to stay in shape. But uh, yeah, if we can go get a, a cold Coors Light at Slideways here in Knoxville, it's uh, hard to beat. Well, it's light beer, right? So it should <laughs> <Yeah>. be. <laughs> um. So if money was no object, is there a car or a pickup or something out there that you really wish you could have? Oh uh, yeah. Before I started owning my own race team, I had a, a black on black Range Rover, and. Uh, if I could ever get enough money to still have the sprint car stuff and, and have a blacked out Range Rover, that is absolutely where I'd be heading. I'm a big SUV guy. All right. That works. <laughs> That's cool. Well, yeah. Jamie, uh, thanks a ton for being on. Um, a lot of the stuff that you do is really amazing. I don't know if there's anything else that we didn't cover that you would want to talk about, but um, thanks again for being on the show. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. All right. Take care. Like to thank Octane Inc. from T South Dakota. They pretty much do a little bit of everything. They are known for their wraps. They wrap golf carts, uh, snowmobiles, um, trailers, sprint cars, hobby stocks. It doesn't matter. Uh, side by sides, they wrap it. Uh, they also do coolers and they will also do clothing you can have t-shirts made there um you name it these guys can do it i work with brett uh, vanderbrink all the time he is amazing and i can't thank him enough for how much he helps me and if i were you guys i would definitely check out octane inc you can contact them by calling 605-213-8343 It is 800 East Prescott in T, South Dakota. And again, they're just great people to work with. Hey, we're back, Tope. I say it every week. Another good one, though. We're talking racing, so I haven't had a bad one yet. As long as I'm talking racing, I'm having fun. So Yeah, you know, and I think just to see what it truly was like. I mean, you know, one of the questions I really wanted to ask was, you know, do you either like it or oh. not like it? I mean, you know, I could see some people from Knoxville like, oh, this track, you know, it makes yeah. so much noise. But, and it, it, he didn't really say that, but he did say there's, you know, yeah, probably okay. half the people that never gone to the track. They probably. ride by it, but they totally ignore it, yeah. which, you know, for a racing fan, it's like, how's that possible? But, yeah. you know, yeah. it is. Everybody yeah, has their well, own not lives. Not everybody likes racing. No. So, but, uh, Jamie did a great job. He's, it sounds like he's as busy as can be. Oh, cheapers. Um, Must have got more injury than I got. I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm going to go home and take a nap here after uh, a while. Yeah, and if you want to see his shop, look him up on YouTube. Um, yep. Wade, Wade Onger had a good um, podcast with him, or not a podcast, a, video a YouTube video. Thing, yeah. And his shop is unbelievable. So, um, yeah. Anyways, another episode done. One more in the books.